Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. <laughs> Rama Java got a lightsaber on her chest. Rambalam. Look at a fuck bunch of goddamn set order. <laughs> trying to invent shit. And she's like, no, Dad, I'm sorry. This podcast is this, going this, nowhere. A small, small piece of me really wishes that it was Shia LaBeouf because he has that touch of actual crazy. So, uh, as we go live, this is, of course, Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers, 187th podcast, which, of course, is the Murder, Death, Kill podcast, if you're a Demolition Man fan. But this is, of course, the Triforce podcast, the only podcast that walks the very thin line between shit and the shit. I am your host, Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. In the box, we have Katarina Thermoscara, Wondercat. And we also have one Christopher Bristow, the old man. Hello. And, of course, our omnipotent presence that is our producer of the podcast, Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother. Joining us in the podcast will be one Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly. And, of course, we start off this Murder, Death, Kill podcast not only with sound, but tonight, Oscar Isaac wears white, Nintendo laughs their ass off, Thick Boy Spyro and more on the Triforce podcast. And we (laughs) we want you to hop over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all the latest funniest moments from last week's Lug Nuts which is entitled Ric Flair Buick Y-Job. Woo! <laughs> as well as last week's Triforce podcast, No Overclucking Fried Chicken Master Race. You're welcome. And you can contact the team right here. Find us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, where you're going to find the enhanced YouTube version as well as the SoundCloud. And we want you to hop on over there as well as us to hop on over to the first story. And uh, hold on a second. We have to admit one. It's not a show without Kelly. Our Iron Kelly, Twitchy Wilson, to join in. In the first story segment, our Kelly, welcome. There he is. Hey, buddy. We can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Now that the rain is gone. (laughs) But switch us over to full screen there because we're going to want to look at this first story. Lucasfilm's live stream shows more of the High Republic. And if you'll scroll down there, you're going to see that Luke in the live stream event celebrating January 5th, Lucas launched a little trailer for the High Republic. The new trailer showing uh, the beginning to their interconnected mega story told across books, comics, and magazines in the golden age of the Jedi and how they seek to keep peace in an unseen galaxy Far, far away, we get this look to where we see our new villains, our new heroines, our new, you know, monsters and aliens and weapons and lightsabers. We're getting a whole spectrum here of, you know, where Lucasfilm is going in the future. 
And uh, centuries before the Skywalker saga, old man, we see the Jedi Temple in Coruscant. We see, you know, Master Yoda. Where are you? Are you liking what you're seeing with this stuff with the, you know, because they have a bunch of stuff I'm, going. I'm actually, you know, excited to see, you know, the like the story behind the story. So, like, have have the like the full the full minutia of Star Wars fully vetted to a point where we can understand the the inception of it. That that's yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, they did say that uh, they released the names to like two Jedi Masters that like Yoda knew really well before. You know, two on you know many millennia or two hundred years before uh, the Skywalker saga, which is right around this time. So we we see you know a lot of interesting lightsabers, very elegant. It's very much like what Obi Wan Kenobi promised. So I'm really looking forward to that. As we exit the trailer, they also show off some concept art for some new pilots, creatures, and aliens. Here we see one of the pilots here, which is what's his name, Big Brother. Lennox. Lennox. It's that's Bill. It. It's Bill. I'm going to call him Bill. <laughs> Lennox Gam. And uh, we scroll down here to where Chewbacca obviously had sex with a gremlin. Um, and that's <laughs> that's the aliens that they have there. Nice which... to see the gremlins are still alive and well. Yeah, man. Even in the galaxy far, far away. And then we have Ty. Uh, probably like a bounty hunter or something. I mean, wearing a mask. So... Right along there. Obviously, she is Welcome a mechanic. Welcome to the New Republic. Got a light, <laughs> got a lightsaber there. Oh, a mechanic lightsaber. Or I a, thought a she was just happy to see us. <laughs> it's on that's her chest, on so that's impressive. Today's Thursday. Uh, Ram something. Um, Jamoram. Ram, Ram Jamoram. That's a fun name. It's a fucking yeah. epic name. Jamoram. Ram Make them fun names to say. Didn't yeah. they sing their song, Black Betty? Ramblam. Whoa, Ramajaba. Ramblam. Ramajaba got a lightsaber on her chest. Ramblam. Oh. Black Betty. New shit idea. Ram. There you go. Get the Sam queen, Kelly. <laughs> that thing's, thing's going to piece her ear. Ramblam. Don't turn it on right now. Ramajam. Um. Scrambler brains. Um, but we also get a look at new original graphic novels, The Monster of Temple Peak. Hello, Charlie. As Say well. Hello to everyone, Charlie. Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> Charlie is not at all interested. No, no, not yet. You gotta you gotta vet him Poor into Charlie. the process. So as well as the young adult novel here, Twin uh Monster of Twin Peak, we also have uh out of the Shadows, which will be an ongoing adventures of Jedi Knight Ventresta, or I'm sorry, Vernestra Rowe, Panawan Reith Salas, and Silas, and uh, aspiring inventor Avan Sar- Staros. Which one's which? I imagine you have the. Those names? How do you tell? Green lightsaber is the Jedi Knight. You have the purple lightsaber is the Padawan, and then the inventor is the one with the frilly hair. And she obviously has an attitude because she has her hands on her hips, and she is not taking no shit from any of those, you know, death trooper bots around her. No, no, she's got this 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 lightsaber-looking thing, or a gun or thing, whatever that is back there. She's got a stick. She's got a stick. But she will beat you with that <laughs> stick. <laughs> yes, mother. 
I don't get a fuck about your goddamn Sith order. <laughs> trying to invent shit. <laughs> God, why is everything so hard with you? Like, just like this flying you suitcase. You know, in the low republic in my day. <laughs> so, for the older readers, there is Race to Crash Point Tower, filled with high-flying entertainment. Uh, high-flying suitcase racing fun. Crash Point Tower is... And zooms. Crash Point Tower is almost like a, like a you know, a, a base, a star base. And, you know, obviously they're zooming around in there. So. On suitcases. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, a Fantastic Beasts kind of suitcase. Okay. One, well, two, three, four, five. That's the combination of the luggage. Eight, nine, ten. And uh, moving on from here, we have Eleven, another four. great one, which is actually a manga. And there will be a manga from Viz Media, very popular in the anime community, with a story by Justina Ireland and Shima Shina. Uh, Shima Shinya. And uh, obviously, if we look at this image here, she's rocking double green lightsabers with the gold hilt. And uh, everything's looking great with that because I'm a huge manga fan as well as an anime fan. I think if you add, I've read a, a small, you know, Comixology had a small like Star Wars manga that I read. It was fantastic. When you add in the Japanese kind of storytelling into Star Wars, it just it's it's still magic, and it just has that whole different kind of blend of the story that you weren't expecting. So, moving on, StarWars.com will welcome the initiative with a brand new bi-monthly show. Uh, the panel will introduce uh, Christina Ariel, uh, uh, who will be talking to fans on a deep dive behind the scenes with creators, artists, and authors of the new series, Star Wars The High Republic Show. So we're, they're going all in on this. And then we also have that live-action series that they put out there to where I think that's going to Acolytes is going to be far enough out, maybe like 20, end of 2022, 2023, maybe even beginning of 2022, to where there's enough of the mythos and lore for High Republic right now because they've already been planning and writing this, and they're already planning and writing their next go. I think that it's going to be a lot more uh, logical that when we get to Acolytes, they're just going to shoot for the end of the High Republic era, right when the Sith are starting to spread their evil heads, and anybody that learns about the Sith are going to end up getting murked. That's right, Link. Gurr's right. Yeah. <laughs> Link doesn't like it. They don't like those. So that means Grr. it might be a good plot. What also might be good is this next story. That was a good segue. Thank you, buddy. It was a good segue. <laughs> and uh, we see here that Patty Jenkins responds to a controversial Wonder Woman 1984 plot point that we talked about last week. When she stole Dave Chappelle's uh, overalls? Yes. What is Dave wearing? <laughs> He's probably got more. As, I hate this article so much. I'm just going to sit here and make fun of it. Yeah, so as we talked about last week, Wonder Woman got a bit rapey in the recent movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> real quick. Hello, everyone. 
so the, the remember when you were saying oh she didn't look like she was into it at all yeah she was so not into it that she turned my computer off <laughs> well, I was wondering why I had to readmit you. And <laughs> that would be why. That, that would be why. Awesome. She's like, no, Dad, I'm sorry. This podcast is this, going this, nowhere. This is interfering with me time. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> can't ch- happen. Your child is jealous of the podcast. I think we have a future listener. No, no, no. We have a future podcaster. Or heckler. Yeah. Yes. So like I was saying, Wonder Woman was a bit rapey. Um, like we said last week, well, a fan named Dustin Phillipson (laughs) on Twitter came to Patty Jenkins defense about the body swapping in Wonder Woman 1984, saying that not only is this a common plot device in fiction, essentially saying, well, Tom Hanks did it in big and freaky Friday, both of them. Oh, yeah. But it's also, in this particular story, the body swapping was, quote-unquote, undone when people took back their wishes. So it's it doesn't matter that she raped him. She took it back, and she was what sorry. What bothers me the most right. about this is that... It's a movie! It's once the contract... Well, <laughs> not even that. She didn't really out, rape him. Had a reason it's for just doing a movie! Now was the time to do it. Not wait for somebody to tweet what I don't think it is, is a good enough reason. And then Patty be like, yeah, exa- like jump on it. She, she just been said, at the forefront exactly. to defend the reason why she did yeah. what she did. Yeah, she, she didn't like, even yeah. I like my on. explanation better. Yeah. I think I probably should have tweeted that and she could have retweeted that one and it would have made more sense. this. <laughs> Probably. Because it's just like, I hate this thing. This person did it, so it's okay for me to do it, too. If it was problematic when they did it, it is absolutely problematic for you to do it, too. Well, here's the thing. It's not just that this she's was saying. fiction. It's not just that she's saying, well, you know, Tom Hanks did it, and all those guys did it. So yeah, it's a trope. We can use that. She's also saying, the guy's also saying, she didn't, first off, she offered no additional insight onto the plot device no. in Wonder Woman 1984, and she did not agree with the She just said exactly. Fan. She just agreed like with that. the fan saying, ha, 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 exactly. Said, At yep. Dustin, don't shoot. Dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what he said. Yeah. But, yep. yeah and and I, hate, I hate that. I hated that so much. God, Stand behind what you so did. Much. Be like, yeah. you know, we've seen it used before, and we thought we'd do it, and we get why people are upset about it, or say, you know, this was the, what we were trying to do, that it wasn't, you get what you wish for, but it's not in the way that yeah. you wanted it. Exactly. So, yeah, that guy wanted a farm, but he got random ca- cows in a field. This guy wanted coffee, but it burnt his tongue. You, you, so it was the monkey's paw. It's a tainted wish, so you don't, there's something bad, like the, the wish comes to you already tainted. I would have appreciated that more because then that also feeds into that whole monkey paw thing that they were doing. Yeah. Then this whole, well, they did it, so we didn't. Because she renounces her wish, mm-hmm. it unraped him. Like, come on. <laughs> God, man. Unraped? That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> I don't think I want this podcast associated with unraped. Next movie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do we got next? As what you sip your Wonder Woman cup. I take back my consent. <laughs> <laughs> one th- one other story you may not want to shoot at because it's not true. Michael Keaton is not going to take over as the DC Extended Universe as Batman after The Flash. Fans were shocked back in June when it was announced that Keaton was reprising his role as Batman for The Flash. 
It was quickly announced that Keaton would play the same Batman as he did in previous movies and would actually suit up rather than just be a sideline character. Little information has come out about Keaton's role since, but DC Films president Walter Hamada later revealed that there will be two different film sagas involving Batman played by two different actors running at the same time. Previous report indicated that Keaton was set to take over as the main Batman of the DC Extended Universe since Robert Pattinson film, thankfully, is a standalone movie. But that appears not to be the case. Brooke Barnes has actually of uh, the New York Times who report the reporter who originally interviewed Hamada clarified his statement on Twitter, quote, being offline, moving apartments, I don't know why I imagine him as like Jeremy Clarkson's voice, and returned to see Michael Keaton craziness. Well, I was referring to the one film that Keaton was announced as being in, not set of his own Batman films. If I had info on him being beyond the Flash, I would have obviously put it in my article. So if you will, uh, so we will have to wait and see what this holds in the future. That is Today horrible. Today for Jeremy Clarkson. Matt X. You sound like Tim Curry. He sounds Tim like Curry. Tim Curry right now. I was going for Jeremy Clarkson, but I'll settle for Tim Curry. I'll Don't ever just, settle for settle. Tim Curry. You do not Curry. settle for you know Tim what? Curry. You know what's a good movie that he was in? You aspire to Clue? Tim Curry. <laughs> Down Periscope. That was it. Was a funny movie with him. That was with hilarious. Grammar and him. Yeah, I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, he was the villain. But honestly, I'm all right with. I, I think what they're going to do with it is he's going to be taking on that Batman role of Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint movie to where you're going to start off with Ben Affleck and you're going to end off with Ben Affleck to where I think what Flash really will lead us to is the Batman Deathstroke movie that even Joe Manganiello once said that shit was going to be crazy. I think maybe that opens the uh, the door to that, especially with Zack Snyder's getting his own universe. What do you think, old man? You think I'm in the right ballpark there? Again, cautiously optimistic. So, with that being said, do I think you're in the right ballpark? I mean, maybe. But, I mean, everybody (laughs) pines over Keaton as the best Batman. So, nostalgia. You could still get a Batman Beyond movie after Flash. Especially yeah, with I was gonna Snyder. say if we got a Batman Beyond, I'd be, I'd love for Keaton to be Especially with Snyder be, getting his own cut. I think to, that is still it. in the line. That's yeah. still in the line for Michael Keaton. Not saying that it's done, but I still think that you can get a good two Batman run out of this with having both of them be Batman for each Yeah, not Max. everything has to be a trilogy. You could have a Same. good Batman miniseries or movie. Just released to HBO Max. Hobbit. They already, we reported last week, they want to keep pumping out movies and stuff, right? Why not go to first Batman Beyond, then go to Elseworlds, go to different kind of movies that you can just one-off like you did with your animated series. You're not trying to be Marvel. You're just trying to put out good films, just like they have been. Good films. That's the key. I think that that is the key, though. 
to if you're gonna do this, embrace the multiverse. You got to do it right. You have to have. Look, we're gonna go with this now. Fuck it. Let's try Batman Beyond. All right, let's go Elseworlds, and then later on down the line, do an actual film event of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Add the Arrowverse, add everything that you've done previously into that, and have a real epic restart. That is what I would hope to have, but I also hope that there's somebody smarter than me saying, no, we're not going to do that, dummy. Hopefully. I think you're pretty smart. But another thing that I think is smart is this next story. Spider-Verse 2 teases images on Twitter. So Oscar Isaac's role as Spider-Man 2099 for Into the Spider-Verse 2 was recently teased by the Twitter account for the film following the post credit scene of Into the Spider-Verse film. Many fans were excited to see or hear Oscar Isaac play Miguel O'Hara a.k.a. the Spider-Man 2099, in the sequel. In the comics, O'Hara is a geneticist living in Nueva York, 2099, go figure, uh, who tries to rewrite his own genetic code after being tricked into taking an illegal drug. First off, I don't believe that. (laughs) Not for a bit. You were tricked into taking an illegal drug? You tricked me! Here, man, take some Advil. By the way, you may stick to walls afterwards. Hey, you never know what people can trick you. I didn't eat eat olives for a very long time because my dad told me that. You would turn into an olive? He said, try this. But they were alien eggs. (laughs) (laughs) He's sharing a traumatic story. Leave him alone. Go ahead. I'm listening. It's a try this grape. It wasn't a grape, and I never eat. I didn't eat olives until I was like twenty years old. No, I love them. Wow, you be tricked. You never hey, knew they on. were alien eggs. Oh, hang on a second. I just got an email from A and E. They want to make that into a picture. All right, <laughs> Pajangers moving up in the world. <laughs> so after he was tricked into taking an <laughs> illegal drug, quote unquote. After one of his colleagues sabotages the machine, Miguel winds up with spider DNA making up 50% of his genetic code. And uh, that'll be interesting to see in Spider-Verse kind of montage. We see above our cardboard Kelly's head here. It's just kind of two Twitter pictures, um, which still look right along the same veins of Spider-Man 2099. Everybody knows what he looks like. And... Really, the Spider-Verse film, we get Japanese Spider-Man, maybe you get Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales back in there, along with some new Spider-Man that you haven't thought of. Essentially, the tweet just said, we're one year closer to 2022. So, a couple pictures to tide you over until they actually, you know, give us a trailer or any kind of other kind of conceptualized thing that they're doing with this. It's going to have to do. It's going to have to settle. Um... One other thing that we're going to have to settle for, well, that's this next story. Because Moon Knight, well, cinematographer may have just said something that nobody else wanted him to say. 
So he may be looking for work, but Gregory Middleton confirms that Oscar Isaac will star in the Moon Knight Disney Plus television show. In October 2020, it was reported Isaac was in negotiations for the title role. I felt role. that. I felt that. <laughs> I did, too. That's why I let that pause there, because that is a sigh of relief for all nerds, really. It doesn't even matter what this article says, because Moon Knight, he was Marvel's answer to Batman, okay? And it was Mark Spector. What do we do with Batman to make it more real Marvel style? Well, why don't we give him multiple personality disorder? Make one of them an Egyptian god. And, you know, boom, Batman. Um, one of them's a billionaire. So he's got the money covered. And It's, a, it's, it's crazy because unless you're like you really knew about the comics, you really wouldn't know. Yeah, who Moon, Moon Knight is like, and Oscar Isaac. I'm, he's so he's such an awesome character. Oscar Isaac's an amazing actor, and it is an amazing character. I think it just blends and it works well. But a small, small piece of me really wishes that it was Shia LaBeouf because he has that touch of actual crazy. <laughs> I was actually hoping for Michael Moshinov. It's method acting. Method. Or he can be really crazy. He's already halfway into the method. Uh, just your part is you don't even need the script. Just just be normal. That's it. Yeah. Just do you, boo boo. Do you. Just do it. Don't actually hit that guy. He's your coworker. Just We're just gonna it. mention the T word and let him go off on his That's thing. it. And then boom. You have a movie. I mean, Oscar, that seems like a whole lot more acting involved with that, you know? To where Shyla, that's more like, you know, real world. You're really getting Shiloh, like, all crazy, you know? I kind of think that's a missed opportunity. But Gregory Middleton, uh, Moon Knight's director of photography, has offered an exciting update on the series. In his Instagram post, he stated that Spectre will wear his iconic white costume after Labor Day. (laughs) The the fashion community is very upset. Amanda Miller. (laughs) L.A. L.A. LaBeouf. LaBeouf. So, uh, uh, but Middleton also tagged Isaac in a caption calling him an amazing performer, which he is. He is. And I think he is perfect for this role, even if he has a mask over his face about 90% of the time. (laughs) Well, you know, that's working out for just fine for Pedro Pascal, isn't it? (laughs) And the other four people that play that role. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. Which true. honestly, I'd rather be one of those other four people. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'd be the stunt guy in the Mandalorian armor. That's pretty badass. Although they did have Yeah, you get to wear the armor, you get to do the cool stuff, you get the money, and you don't get accosted in the street. I saw on Instagram it was somebody or Instagram or Facebook, somebody retweeted uh the picture of Ahsoka Rosario Dawson's uh stunt double. And mm-hmm. she was in, like, full Ahsoka gear, and she was a full-on nerd. So it was just like, man, that was like, you got nerds to be in the fi- in the film, too, and everything like that. That was just great. But, you know. I, I, am, I think Oscar Isaac is brilliant in everything that he does, and this is a great opportunity for him. I really believe with strong writing, he's going to – he's going to make this pretty epic it but a little part of me kind of was hoping that 
I would get more podamerin somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and I think this was kind of like that final <clears throat> nail in the coffin to that. I know that that, that trilogy um, is pretty controversial, just like the prequels were back then. I don't know how these will age, but his character, everything else aside, his character was pretty great. And yeah. I had kind of hoped that we would see him popping up somewhere else um, with a, a little bit of a stronger content with that. So. But congratulations yeah. to him, well-deserved. Absolutely, man. I'm glad that he's coming up on top because this next person may or may not be coming <laughs> up on top. And uh, fans, I added this one last minute, by the way. Fans want Favreau and Filoni to cast Robert Downey Jr. as Grand Admiral Thrawn. You did this to test me, didn't you? I did. I added it last minute because I was like, you know what? Ah, fuck it. I'll add it in there. Um, but Star Wars fans have been asking John Favreau and Dave Filoni to consider casting Robert Downey Jr. in one of their numerous Mandalorian spinoffs. Lucasfilms has confirmed three spinoff series, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New, of the New Republic, and Book of Boba Fett. Uh one series in particular has a Star Wars fan community buzzing on social media. Fans are asking Favreau and Filoni to give Robert Downey Jr. the role of Grand Admiral Thrawn in Ahsoka, which is expected no. to expound upon, no. uh, upon Ahsoka Tano no. Rosario Dawson's storyline from Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 5, Chapter 13, The Jedi. I, I would like Filoni an and Favreau to consider and then dismiss it immediately. He's an actor. Axe, let me see what you can do. Go for it. Honestly, even from this picture, I really, I really am not sold with him as Thrawn. I think he can do it. <laughs> I, I think it. that Lars Mickelson, who does his voice, Either of the is Mikkelsons. in great shape and looks perfect. I don't see any reason why he can't play Thrawn. And if Either not, Matt or his Lars. brother, get Mads. Mads or Lars, get either one of them to be thrown. Get one that of the Mickelsons. Heck, get both. Have them trade places Here's from scene thing. to scene. I don't I think, even care. I think one of them will be a lot easier than like Benedict Cumberpatch because he's full on in, you know, Doctor Strange multiverse into madness right, right now. Right. As well as Elizabeth Olsen, who was recently on Jimmy Kimball to where you saw a short clip of the movie or the series rather coming next Friday as well as a little bit of insight there, which is nothing that we haven't heard. But with this, I think that one of the Mickelsons is the, the more logical choice because it fits in line with the animated series and what he actually looked like, a lot like what they did with Bo-Katan uh, and uh, Ahsoka. They went with Rosario Dawson because she looked the part. I think that they're going to have, even if they go with Ezra and they pick a Thrawn and they go with that with the Ahsoka series, going right along the lines with Hera all the way up, I think that that is a a better move for them than just going with what the fans want because part of this is that they give you what you don't know you wanted. That's why this is being so big to where I can And I understand that not all voice actors can translate into live action. I get that. But yeah. Lars Mickelson is not one of those people. And if they want to go with someone mm-hmm. maybe a little bit younger than Lars, um, then Mads is a perfect fit. I mean, watch yeah. Mind Hunter. Like they're they're both that quiet kind of um 
like that they can be that quiet evil that you kind of need or yeah. Lars Ulrich well, he, well honestly <laughs> I, I can't say no the cheekbones wow bones. I wasn't expecting Def Leppard to enter the chat dude I'm telling you the, the cheekbones that, that's what really throws me off to where I mean with prosthetics and you know still it's you could really make that happen with Lars Ulrich. Have we considered Mick? Mick Jagger? Yeah, let's, yeah. I don't. I don't let's think he can pass the physical. Nah, he'll be fine. He's been dead the last forty years anyway. You have to be alive <laughs> to pass the physical. Pass the physical. Nah, it's fine. Whatever. We know He's he Mick will. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I still think that there's a lot of promise, even if it is an RB, RDJ. That we could still get somebody really good in there. I really, I want, I added this in there because I wanted you to add the, uh, you know, add the Mickelsons in there because either Lars or Mads would be perfect for that role. Mads was already in Doctor Strange, though, right? He was the uh, the villain with the black yes, he eyes. Was the villain. Yes, yes, yes. But you could get his brother. Have him in there. You don't want to taint the you know whole Disney line and make it too inbred. You got to get some new blood in there. How about Tom? Uh, hello, they've cast Oscar Isaac in three of <laughs> Disney things. To now that X Men belongs to Disney, you know, package deals with the contract. But one deal <laughs> that may be coming with this next story's contract is Adam Sandler. Of course, Adam Sandler reportedly. Developing Mark's a, favorite actor, a Waterboy sequel. Who's Mark's favorite actor? Mark's favorite actor of all time. Katarina, really? Favorite Man movie from my store. Yeah, he had his favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. Christmas oh, movie. Kelly, the Hubie Halloween. Kelly and I are twins. They are. Broski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then of course. Katarina is banned from my store. <laughs> Absolutely. But we will try to do that like Chris will. Chris is secretly growing his hair back. I know it. It's true. It's true. On a day that ends in Y. <laughs> so Insider, once again, Daniel Reichman, now claims that Sandler is reportedly developing a sequel to The Waterboy, which remains one of the most popular efforts over 20 years after its first hit in theaters in 1998. And sports comedy was a massive hit, raking in $190 million at the box office, and it was uh, it's a being speculated that the second outing will see him train a new water boy to follow in Bobby Boucher's footsteps. Do you want this movie? First off, because I could rather leave it rather than take it. I'd rather it. not. <laughs> I'd rather not. Hey, water I would boy like sequel. to chime in with the rather would not as well. Because water boy was like, a back scratcher? Movie. Yeah. So Waterboy, I actually thought Waterboy was kind of funny. There's some stupid parts in it, obviously. <laughs> it was. was stupid. You but can do it! Typical, yeah. You sound like a big choo-choo train. But, mm -hmm. but there was I think funny... the best part of Waterboy is how cute, quotable it is after the fact. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I think I think he, I think it's one of his funnier ones out of that and Billy Madison. And them, but, but, but also, to say I that... Wouldn't, there's no reason to even try to put out a second one. No one's going to... 
I don't think anyone's yeah. gonna watch it. No, I, th- I, I think people. There's watch no it. reason to revisit it. I think yeah. it's good. It's the little pocket universe that it is. Well, especially it's since he's been doing original playing. stuff now on Ooh. Netflix. He's been doing mainly original stuff. He has that fresh contract with them to where I think he has a creative mind to where he's not really interested in revisiting these old, you know, movies as such. You know, that's like, do you really want to see, a, a, you know, another Don't Mess With the Zohan? Not really. I'm saying, like, that's what, nah, what are they, they going to do? Have, have his son be in Pee Wee and it's like acting like him or something? I think that those movies were one of those that were acceptable at that time and for and were yeah. good for what they were but to try to revisit any of that now with the mindset of everyone now you can't do a lot of what you did back then it reads much differently and also of all of them the water bear boy what else do you have to tell with the story although what if they made it the water bear that would probably be a better movie now we're on to something <laughs> water bear don't go into that water why there's a bear you're crazy. Oh, my God, my face! I told him not to go in there. I t- you heard me warn him about the bear. How do bears go? Yeah. Water bears to the revenge of the Abdullah Ab- Oblongata. I can't even say That's pretty good. It usually yeah, takes a me about four tries. That doesn't even try it anymore. Ma- Mama says, Ooh. Mama says, crocodile. My mouth did not want to say it. <laughs> uh, we have Barbara Williams saying Gatorade <laughs> H2O Water, so I work for a water utility so I say that all the time <laughs> so, so, so quality H2O <laughs> quality, don't ruin that. a classic is what she says <laughs> I say and that all the time yeah, Amanda quality Miller H2O. says yeah let's not <laughs> but ladies I am with you <laughs> Doctor Insano, saying so mercy, just like oh, the, movies, and I like them too. You can do it. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a spoiler. I tell you so what, we will have a spoiler. Snyder, we will have a spoiler yeah. on that, but we AKA also, Wolverine, baby. I'll tell you where you could find this movie. Well, that's at this next story because we want you to hop on over here to <laughs> the Game and DVD Exchange, and you're gonna find where? the Water Boy on the five dollar wall with all the other Blu-rays and DVDs, as well oh, as all the He's classics. Got a shirt from the Game and DVD Exchange. You have to say something, or we don't see it. Say yeah. something first. Say something. Say my twin. <laughs> Game and DVD Exchange. Yes, <laughs> Kelly is now repping the uh, the merchandise for this uh, for this established business, and of course, we've done a couple, if not a few, podcasts here, and we will continue to in the rest of 2021 because these guys are great. You're gonna hop on over to 23 East State get Street Games and DVD. You will walk in there, and Mark will say Broski. And you'll say, Broski. And then you'll get a great deal on all the recent and old games that you oh, want to play. Okay. Do you want to expand your man cave? Do you want that old NES with all those games that you used to play? and Relive your childhood? You could walk on into the game of DVD Exchange and say, Broski. Give me that NES. <laughs> now, if you say, ah, Broski. And ask for a PS5, then you may not get it because 
broski. They're hard to come by. But they do have a lot of stuff that you will actually be interested in. So we want you to hop on over there and, and say hi to Mark from us. If you say PJ and WH, you will get 0% off your next purchase. So go now. I'll tell you what, another person's getting 0%. That's this next story because Netflix is Netflix service on the Wii U and 3DS. Well, that's winding down this year. Net, uh, Nintendo has revealed that it will it is shutting down Netflix functionality on the Wii U and the 3DS this June. There is still no sign of the streaming service coming to the Nintendo Switch. They say, in quotes, starting December 31st, 2020, the Netflix app will no longer be available for new users uh, to download in the N- Nintendo eShop on the Wii U console or the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. During the, that time, it will be possible for existing users to re-download these applications Services will exist uh, for existing users will continue until June 30th, 2021. Thank you to everyone in, uh, who enjoyed Netflix on these platforms over the years. But outside of that, they're saying tough luck. Watch it on something else. I didn't even know it was on those platforms, so I didn't miss anything. Well, they put it on everything. <laughs> we actually have it on the on the microwave. You didn't notice, but I was watching, you know, I was that watching. That microwave is, is from 1982. And it has Netflix. That's what's so amazing. <laughs> I was watching Altered Carbon while I was making dinner. It's, you know, technology is wonderful uh, back in the 50s. And playing Skyrim. <laughs> so it's understandable that Net, uh, Nintendo, not Netflix, would want to close up the <laughs> shop for these apps on older consoles, but it uh, it shines a light on the fact that Nintendo Switch, despite its popularity, has yet to receive its own Netflix app. Back in 2017, the COO of Nintendo of America, Reggie Filizame, said that Nintendo Switch apps for Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon will come in time it just appears that it's not going to be our time. It's Time Lord time. So you got a couple hundred thousand years until that's going to come to the Switch. And then they're going to cancel it because until nobody has then, it. But it's my time and I need it now. Until then, watch Netflix on a TV. Or a phone or a tablet or a fridge. Or something that Katarina's dropping. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drop it. I almost dropped it. But I didn't drop it. <laughs> I didn't drop oh, it. Gravity grabbed fumble, it. Liar. Oh, fumble, liar. Fumble, I, I, What do they call it when you catch the fumble? No, because then it's not a fumble, is it? It's a bobble. That would be a caught pass. Okay, that was a caught fumble de doo ah! We're going to go with that. But I tell you what, you're going to actually have a lot more laughs in this next story. Because... Former Xbox executives say Nintendo laughed their asses off when Microsoft offered to buy it. Yeah, yeah I would that's pretty hard, too. You yeah. want what? <laughs> I'm sorry. We made... Well, how much did they offer them? Wait, we wait, made wait, video wait. games popular, and you want to do what? So Microsoft once proposed buying Nintendo in order to lo- uh, lock in its first-party games for the Xbox. 
the Japanese video game company didn't just decline the to decline to entertain the offer. It laughed the tech giants executives out of the room, according to a report. Please by tell me Bloomberg. Please tell me there's a video of them laughing and sending it in a video down here below. Can I look? I, Is it? There's no video below. I did. I I saw a. a uh, old video, I guess they were trying to say it was that, but it was just like a really old E3 walkthrough. Man. So I didn't go with it. But uh, Steve Ballmar, Microsoft's former CEO, made us go <laughs> to meet with Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. <laughs> Kevin no. Kevin Bacchus, former <laughs> Microsoft's really? former director of third-party relations for Xbox, said in an oral history of the creation of Xbox, they just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That's kind of how that meeting went. I think Congress I'm would have I'm kind of surprised that they even had that meeting at all. Like, I'm do they surprised not know why they, they, they could laugh for an hour without <laughs> them leaving. Like, so, you're at so 30 can, minutes of somebody laughing at you, and you're just like, Ooh, hang Chris on. Chris has the 411. All right, so you have to look at, tea, Chris. look at Microsoft when it first brought out the Xbox. So they just got mm-hmm. demonopolized because of Windows and all their products. They were trying to bring out the Zune to compete with Apple. Goddamn so, liberals. With the iPod. So I had a Zune. What is the, <laughs> what is the best way? That was the best is, little Easter egg in Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way, when he, in Volume 2, to when he hands them the... Uh, it was volume two, or it was like uh, uh, Avengers three. Hands him a zoom. I don't remember. It's where he hands uh, Star Lord the zoom with all of the list of music, the music and everything. Yeah, I think it was vo- uh, volume two. Yeah, it was volume two because that's he found it. You know, it was uh, it was uh, James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. Gunn. Sean Gunn, <laughs> not Kevin Gunn, not Kevin Gunn. Okay, no affiliation. But, um, what about so Billy Gunn? They're brothers, sisters, cousins, roommates, step friends. Gunn. All right. <laughs> Degeneration. Sorry. See, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, around that time, Microsoft was, was being, you know, under the gun, pardon the pun, with being de- demonopolized because Windows. They were under started. a duck hunt. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But. Thank you. If you remember, Windows Millennium just failed right out of the gate. Willennium? Willennium. (laughs) (laughs) I broke the old man. (laughs) And just like that. (laughs) Pew, pew. Stuff happened, and we always wondered. Why Matt broke Chris that day? We always wondered when that moment would Chris come, was never the and same here it is. That, but we Hang on, I gotta go reset why. the old man. <laughs> There's it's a reset tr- switch in the back. Someone go ahead. It's behind his ear, I think. Um, <laughs> we might have to call IT. Oh no, he, he is, is IT. IT. Ah, We're fucked. We're doomed. (laughs) What happens when IT fails? (laughs) You want to come and play? (laughs) Um, So around that time, they were just trying to look for the quick money grab, and I can understand why they did it. And the Xbox was just a year and a half out of its original deployment. But they were also developing the GameCube. 
Yes, they were developing GameCube, but hey, fuck what you're doing. We got something the irony great. Of it all. The it's irony so of American. It all Xbox, and you know, Xbox is the reason why the GameCube kind of just pittered away. The GameCube so, was awesome. I love the GameCube. It was awesome, even though they went with those. The got one downstairs. They went with those little skimpy discs. They were really weird, but they but were you know easy what? to the store. The Game Boy Advance player on that is awesome, though, because it allowed you to play your GBA. You can play Pokemon on your TV. And that, oh, was, yeah. just, that was before the Switch and Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Nintendo was always advanced in that aspect. You always got different features and shit, you know, to where, you know, Sega died out for a reason. Now, yep. Microsoft reached out to a bunch of companies with acquisitions offering back uh, when it was first getting the Xbox off the ground. Oral history explains these include Electronic Arts, Midway Games, and Square prior to its merger with Enix. Because if for you new gamers out there, they used to be two separate companies. Yeah, Enix had Star Ocean. Mm-hmm. And Square had Final Fantasy. Yeah. And Chrono Trigger. EA declined in Final Fantasy developer Square's case. The offer was too low. So they were lowballing them there, and they were like, "No, fuck you, I'm not doing that." But Nintendo was like, "He said Nintendo has done that. That's that is not the first time Nintendo has done that because, and right before the Japanese at at the you know the last couple years of the Super Nintendo's life cycle, you had you know the the Nintendo PlayStation." add-on for the super nintendo yeah even that fell nintendo, through that just had yeah, be- that just got the prototype level yeah and those that, are extremely rare look out it is them. very rare if you have one you can go to pj and wh and contact, uh, contact us, us and, yeah and you can send it yeah right here we'll get right that here. to its proper home um it's then case. there was nintendo whose beloved series like Super Mario Brothers and The Legend of Zelda, Microsoft thought would combine well with what was considered to be Xbox's superior hardware. Uh, we actually had wrong. Nintendo in our building in January 2000 to work through the details of the joint venture where we gave them all the technical specs of the Xbox. And... Uh, <laughs> The pitch was their hardware stunk, and compared to Sony's PlayStation, it did because they passed up on it. So here's America rubbing a little salt in the wound, like, hey, remember PlayStation when you fucked that up? Why don't you go with our superior hardware? And they're like, oh, fuck you guys. I really hate you. (laughs) Nintendo just said, we ain't down with that. You can go. Yeah. So the idea was, listen. You're much better at the game promotions of stuff with Mario and all that. Uh, why don't you let us take care of the hardware? But it didn't work out. Surprise. As history hence, told. H- hence the Sega route. Yeah. Sega! Um, but, man, how t- history would have turned out if either one of those companies would have just went with Nintendo. It would have, they would have been, you know, just mega corporations at this point. You probably would have seen the games that are coming out for the Switch now 10 years prior. Yeah. That's so, to think. We would, one, have had, we would have had about 2,000 Pokemon by now. I got to tell you, one thing we would have had is this next story, if people actually paid attention to it, because I do remember us reporting about its uh, birth. So this baby died very quickly, but Minecraft Earth is shutting down in June. 
Minecraft Earth is the Pokemon. Is that the mobile thing? Yeah, that's the Pokemon. That was really bad. That brings the blocky world of Minecraft into the real world. Yeah, it was really not good. Was good. it not immersive? It was real. It's just not. It's not. It's not. Well, good. Shed an eight bit pixelated tear for that. <laughs> but apparently, it was not immersive enough to compete with similar games on the mobile market that have adapted to use around the COVID nineteen quarantine restrictions. Because the team behind the game has confirmed that it will be shutting down in June of this year. Uh, Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become nearly impossible in the uh, current global situation, (laughs) especially now. Um, (laughs) As a result, we have made difficult decisions to reallocate our resources to other areas that provide uh, value to the Minecraft community and the end of support to Minecraft Earth in June 2021. If you haven't gotten that, when does Minecraft Earth uh, shut down? Not soon enough. Yeah, June 2021. <laughs> and they're making a bunch of big changes now that nobody plays it. So they're adding in all the shit that they probably should have, like removing all the real money transactions, reducing the Ruby cost, including all the completed and unreleased current and current content that they have in the pipeline, as well as more stuff. But nobody gives we're a shit about it. We're giving you all this stuff, and then we're going to take it away. <laughs> You got until June. The timer is on. So if you care about this, you, you know, might as well play it now. If you were on the fence, it's going away forever. If you're thinking about stopping, now's the time. If you're under a new level of quarantine and you got another bit of time, they obviously are trying to, you know, do something for you. You know? Time after time. Like a one legged hooker, they're trying to do something for you. Okay. Not swimming in a pond, are you? No, but a bunch of people tried to do something else in the next story. Eve online players broke... You make like a tree and get out of here. They broke a world record and the game itself. This past week, uh, more than 13,700 players showed up to fight. Did someone not pay their rent again? (laughs) Apparently. That's what happened with the bloodbath. Someone didn't pay their rent, and all of Eve, well, most of it was a lot smaller back then. More than the game's previous record, which was (laughs) 6,557, when a majority of those players attempted to come together in the same star system to engage in the actual battle, Eve effectively stopped functioning as intended. In uh, the blog post late Monday night, the developer CCP Games said that it simply could not predict the stability of its virtual battlefields for engagements of the scale. So if you gather enough people together, even in a virtual environment, it won't allow it. That is a new level of social distancing. And time-lapse no, is the only it. way denied. you can actually view no these battles. You. No because... space battle for you. Come back one year. The way they deal with everyone being at the same point is time dilation. So it's a lot like when you play this, you're watching a blank screen. And oh, yeah. You don't Dude, see this, anything. This it event started. hours like, to, like... This event started back in Christmas. Yeah. And it's, like, now they're, they all converged on this one... Um, 
It was called the World War B2, as players have come to call it. Beginning in July, it pits massive newly formed coalition as the uh, PAPI against the established power of the Imperium. At the Imperium's heart is the Goon Swarm, a powerful group of players with more than a decade of experience. Led by the notorious Alex, the Matina... Oh, Jesus Christ. Gina Turco. I think that's right. They write their own names. Yeah. For months now, both sides have been trying to draw uh, the other onto the field for a climactic battle. On December 30th, just days after Christmas, the truce was ended. Both sides finally committed you their fleets. You mean to tell me they couldn't finish the climactic battle? Someone couldn't get vacation, <laughs> so they had to wait for the vacation time to yeah. build. They wanted to do it in a more convenient time, but, you know. That person shipped scheduling. And he because, was in charge of scheduling. So. Like you said, this is planned out. This is. Yeah, no, no, no. Everyone in both sides, they all plan this at the, the core group of them. And then everyone else is like, I can shoot people. I can shoot people. And then they go and shoot people. And it looks like that. That's when everyone. Yeah. That's the pile on. The location was previously an unimportant system, a cluster of planets within the Imperium's home territory known as M2-XFE. The resulting battle... I mean, it just writes itself, doesn't dash it? It does. It does. Tack. Oh. It's supposed to say tack. Tack? Yes. It looks so beautiful with flower packs. the way they say it in... in <laughs> Tic Tac Flower Pack. <laughs> the f- resulting uh, the resulting battle would span two real world days. While analysts like Mora can go on about this uh, tiny slip ups where they made uh, uh, by large the December thirtieth engagement at two M two Tac XFE. Right? Yeah. Okay. You got that right. Was a solid stand up fight. According to the news release issued by CCP on Monday, the outcome was the most costly battle in Eve history. One of uh, of the many of of the more than twelve hundred player-owned Titan ships that shown up to fight, more than two hundred and fifty were destroyed. The real-world equivalent of more than three hundred and forty thousand dollars they, they, are they gonna see put what up happens when you finish your climactic battle out comes a kelly in a video game yeah. that's real world money folks that's an actual figure here's the thing to this virtual battle here's, here's the thing they didn't spend that in american dollars no. what they did is they went Your in way. the game and they farmed they spend hours either mining or shooting other ships and getting money yeah, for but it. time is money yeah. So they were. And if you're an it. Eve player, this is what you think about 24 hours a day. <laughs> yes. Seven days a week, you think about nothing but this and how your training's going to go. Look, I often tip I'm like three books away from piling yeah. a capital ship. I, I'm, I often tiptoe into this nerdy realm to where. There's a certain level of nerd to where you're just kind of stumbling around and you're like, you look around and you're like, Oh, no, no. shit. I am not where I'm supposed You're to be. You're not a nerd unless you play Eve. Yeah. Eve players are the ultra nerds of all nerds. They're the galactic nerds. They're the nerds. people that you point at and nerds point at and go, look at them. <laughs> Holy fuck. Thank, thank God I'm not them. Why would I want to use spreadsheets when I play? It's a lot of fun with spreadsheets. <laughs> if you like statistics, you'll really like Eve. Like a good spreadsheet, get turned on by numbers, give Eve a try. 
You know, I wanted to get into this. Play it. You know, I wanted to get into this game, but there's not enough spreadsheets. So it's a game. But you have you have you have for game developers. Yes. You have old you have old time nerds that still have their trapper keepers. Yeah. Yeah. In mint condition. Hardcore. In mint condition. They didn't overstuff the trapper keepers. They just got another folder. You know, they just got another trapper keeper as soon as that one's adequately filled. Yeah. There's a lot of with 90s dividers. terms we're throwing that out here. But the New Year's got, Eve... Like, uh, a different color of highlighter. All new- <laughs> like a different shade of yellow. So essentially, a <laughs> lot of... calculate profit, man! Time <laughs> is money! The, the previous record for so Titan ships insert. destroyed in a single engagement was 75, and these guys destroyed 250. With the Here's little inlets that, that have, like, of you know, page here. Here's the thing. Some of the Titans were already preset with all their armor, but their weapons and defenses weren't activated, and they went into into battle. Oh, they forgot to click the button. Yeah. Oh, that's worse than the egg drop. Yeah. If you're an Eve player, you know what I'm talking about. So essentially, they forgot to click a button. So they're... Oh, that's horrible. All of their expensive ships... Were sitting ducks. They were cannon fodder. All of, oh, all of it. That's, and that's then hilarious. CCP came out and said, because some of them respawned into their garages, they said, yeah, not only are we deleting those, we're not paying your insurance claim. Damn! They're oh. hardcore on this, man. Because CCP they, will slap you in the face with a knife. And players are just, like, really up in arms about it. Huh? I said, listen to Big Brother back there. I know, man. Oh, I love this game. He loves Eve. That's why I added it in here. Until I, I got stories a, in there. Until I got educated, I spent yeah. a lot of time playing this. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I got a master's degree, and I don't didn't have the time. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that a lot of people play a lot of hours in this. And this is one of those games where people looked at Star Citizen like, oh, you're going to spend your real money on it's, a game? It's on, um, Eve it's is on, just is hold that, my is beer. Is that the moral of the story there, Big Brother? Is it's like, if you want to play games, don't be educated? No, no. It just the, this game takes a lot. If you want to play Eve, don't be educated. That's no, the no, no. There's the a story. lot of really educated. <laughs> well, you do have to kind of be Eve. educated to play Eve. Yes. I think yeah. what they're saying. If, you, if, is, if I say spreadsheet, it takes a lot of like, your time. What? Then no, yeah. you're probably not gonna. Are you telling me a lot of McDonald's employees don't use spreadsheets on a daily basis? They're just looking up a good spreadsheet on their lunch. Who who doesn't love this? At this time, I would like to say that the opinions being expressed by (laughs) come on, SPS is amazing. It's it's fun. Who doesn't love a good? You're gonna die on that hill all by yourselves. Off on off on your lunch, just fapping into a spreadsheet. Eve is your game. Spreadsheet. I renounced my wish. (laughs) (laughs) You love a good spreadsheet. Give Eve a try. Can you talk in Portuguese now? I'll tell you what she may do in Portuguese. That's this next story, which is. Oh, yeah, that was the perfect video for this long ass story. I was really worried about that, but I'm glad Eve didn't worry about that. The segue from an anti climactic (laughs) ship battle. (laughs) Yes. Is very, well, easy. To a chunky spire. (laughs) Yeah, man, because there's a thick boy turning up in your mods. There's a mod for that. Mod turning Spyro into a chubby little dragon. Turning Spyro American. Very American. It's an 
American Spyro. Damn, boy, he's thick. (laughs) (laughs) We'll add him to your OnlyFans. Uh, the, the mod only designed for the Spyro Reignition trilogy sep, uh, celebrates a slightly chunkier version because he's beautiful. He's beautiful. It's true. I think he needs to. You're okay, buddy. You're More okay. cushion for the squishing. Link, I'm allowed to pet a dragon, okay? I'm allowed to pet a dragon. He ate too many mosquitoes. <laughs> My dog Just was saying. legitimately concerned. I was petting an imaginary mosquitoes. Dog. Yeah, that's because when that's you... like when yes. it has to be like a whale krill. I thought they of... were more like lightning bugs. They were quantity kind of like lit up, and he would eat them. Right? Dragonflies. That's what they were. Dragonflies. Dragonflies. Yes. You insectus. Actually, so, like, <laughs> big you booty dragon. dragonflies is big you, booty dragonflies. Kill... That's the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's big booty dragonflies. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yeah. Print it. Give me pictures fire. of Spider-Man on my desk by noon. <laughs> he looked like he actually <laughs> ate the sheep. I want yeah. pictures That's of these big booty fans. dragonflies. A barbecue sheep. Um, but yeah. So you look at this and you can play you you can play him gallivanting all the levels around Spyro the Dragon, Spyro Ripto's Rage and Spyro Year of the Dragon. Uh, spotted by Gigabyte, the mod appeared on Weight Gaming and Game Banana. Cold Steel J posted the mod and has even filmed some footage, which there may be some footage down below of Chubby Spyro. There it At is. least got Spyro the Spyro trilogy. Yes. We have fat Spyro. We have well, fat Spyro. Spyro. He's uh, a uh, Spyro after um, after dark. And, all and, and it only took her eight days to beat all three of them. Damn. Damn, that's that's <laughs> impressive. Oh my gosh. Him. She loved that. Guy. Wow. <laughs> that's a chubby Spyro. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, same thing with Kingdom Hearts. It only took her like eight days to go through those. Steps. That's a thick boy. Cat. That, <laughs> that I'm seeing the size true... of that dragonfly. I I understand now. Why <laughs> That is a true thick but boy. But like, why? Yeah. Why is? Why are his haunches so defined? <laughs> He's got a big ass. Come on, we why? Have, are you, why are is you? Is there ass a video shaming? of him twerking? I need to somebody find that. <laughs> oh my God, Spyro twerking. God, why do I want to watch be. that now? But, now but it's got to be thick, Spyro. Don't you like big butts? <laughs> and you can't, can't deny. I cannot deny. I can't. I can't lie. I cannot. <laughs> lie. Other brothers. <laughs> I do like big butts. <laughs> Thick so spyro butts, especially. So Matt, the story that's on there after that is even more terrifying. Yeah. The lick the link uh to the mod <laughs> on the game, uh banana oh, Jesus Christ. My goddamn tablet decided to restart. But it's so. like he's got a butt cheek on either side and then the tail out the <laughs> God, how does shitting work for him? Where is his asshole? Don't ask. Where is his asshole? Because his belly is rubbing up against the floor. (laughs) It's very messy, and there's fire involved. (laughs) Spyro, how do you wipe your ass? Fire. There's a lot of fire involved. Say no more. I hope they make a pillow of him, because I want it. (laughs) Scorched taint aside. (laughs) Um, There There we go. So... Spyro has been eating way too many chubby sheep, but I would play through this game with this mod because this is it's so entertaining. How could you it's not? It's adorable. It is. I can't I can't get enough. 
That's why you have to appreciate the modding community because they gave you thick boy spiral. This is the reason why you need a computer. Kelly, get on that. Get on that shirt. So, like I was saying, like there's two stories down on that same thing: the Elder Scrolls mod that turns the Kaji into Garfield. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I love that. I don't know if you saw that video uh, in the UK of like a, a UPS or an Amazon driver dropping off a package, and the in the doorbell caught him saying, "I'd love a, col- a hot cocoa and a big booty bitch." <laughs> and I'm going to say that I would like a hot cup of coffee and a big booty spiral, please. Well, I'll tell you what, I got a big, please. Uh, I got a I pixelated, I got a pixelated chick in the next story. Okay. Um. Ooh. Lost Tomb Raider remake has resurfaced. Uh, the 2006 core design uh, in 2006 core design were working on a remake of the original Tomb Raider for Sony PSP called Tomb Raider 10th Anniversary, though almost finished. The according to the studio manager Gavin Rumney, uh, it was canceled in favor of a cross-platform remake pitched by Crystal Dynamics and released in 2007. I wonder what that one was. Maybe the Game Award winning uh, Tomb Raider remake? No, I don't think so. No, that one was... Uh... I think it was Skyrim. <laughs> no, that was... Sky- it was definitely... in the minority, but this is yeah. it was um, definitely Skyrim. less delightful than Big Booty Spyro. It is. It is. It's flat-ass, you know, Lara, but uh, the canceled game... <laughs> Cancel games assets. I don't want to body shamer, but you know, you, it's hard yeah. to top Big Booty Spyro. I'm sorry. I remember and that is his name forever to me. So you're saying you can see why she has canceled assets? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Once again, <laughs> the opinions expressed by the hosts do not reflect the opinions of all the members. <laughs> but. Um, they were apparently reskinned into an Indiana Jones game, also never released. Core design shot down in 2010 and lost the remake, become a sought-after artifact she among fans. She didn't even fans. get the treasure. So, a collection of assets believed to be Go those of the Lost the Tomb Raider game now have resurfaced and have been shared on <laughs> Internet <laughs> Archive. <laughs> He's Thanks to the instructions about the person playing the game. He's yes, so. mad that he you get the damn treasure. treasure. <laughs> it's like the same way. Like, if are you like, even trying? I'm watching somebody you do like job. a game. You're not even job. putting any <laughs> effort into this. <laughs> if I was this is games, your job. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Gonna get this one why? Why? Why would you just walk? Yeah, I can't watch somebody else play a game, even if like. Oh, I have God. no intention of playing the game. I get mad when they do things that don't make sense. It's like sitting in the passenger seat of a car you're when you're used to being a driver. Down. Stop just punching him. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Light punch. Light punch. Light punch. Stop key spamming. They were jumping for no reason. Oh, so let's, let's go not get more treasure. You can play the alpha version of Tomb Raider 10th Anniversary <laughs> today. You'll need to install a patch. Visual Studio. He just looked over and he's cracking up at me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? That's what we strive for here at Pajangers. Yes. We try. We try <laughs> to get people to look at you and go, what this the is, hell is going on over there? This is the Triforce, and Amanda Miller has a facepalm emoji in the chat. That's, right. That's exactly what we strive for. This That's person, an entire mood, Miss Miller, that. and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll need to install the patch. Visual Studios has either a PS4 or a 360 controller 
uh, to play the game, but once it's up and running, you'll be able to explore several locations. There are no enemies. You can climb uh, and jump and swim around the levels in Peru and in Greece as well as uh, Croft Manor. It's an interesting look at what might have been with a more old-fashioned remake as opposed to the one we got from Crystal Dynamics. Because those original games were great. But part of the thing that made them great was those <clears throat> random enemy encounters that you would get in while you're searching through those caves and you had to use those guns on her hips, you know? Like a T-Rex. You know? There was a lot of stuff. Lara Croft was a Billy Badass. A lot of people don't know. And, I mean, it was those games obviously inspired the, you know, Angelina Jolie movies, which, mm-hmm. I mean, they the first bad. one wasn't that bad. You know, They're the, the second one, flicks, the second one that wasn't yeah. that bad either. They were, I mean, they were, they were fun. Well, it's like the old man said, it's, they were like popcorn flicks. You didn't really, you know, care about the plot. Shut your brain off. It's like Transformers. You go yeah. and watch robots beat the They're shit out of each other. They're beautiful to watch. Just, How's yeah. The first one actually starred her and her father in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't. When they were friends for five minutes. Yeah. A real quick minute. Yeah. It's, it's called when, you know, when they get paid a shit ton of money. I could stand this person oh, for, for that, that amount of money. Yes, for that much, I will talk yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. God, what I would back the dump truck up and keep the other ones coming. I tell you, who dumped a back uh, a dump truck of full of money? They was it was this next story. Sir. It was, but they're gonna have a hitman come take me off for it. You're gonna find a trailer below in uh, right there once it loads up up a little bit. There we go. So, Hitman 3 trailer shows off VR. There we go. VR gameplay. New trailer for the upcoming latest and greatest Hitman title. Hitman 3 shows off gameplay made possible with the help of the PlayStation VR. As the trailer notes, uh, the franchise has always been about immersive and in, uh, immersion and infiltration and virtual reality offers an entirely new way to experience that and new uh, and because the new video game includes the ability to play stages from the previous uh, games in the world of the assassination trilogy that means that folks can basically play through all three hitman games in vr i just that's awesome myself i just picture myself if i had a PlayStation VR head. I really thought you said I just shit myself. And I was like, wow, this wow. is a great fucking <laughs> He's really excited about this. I didn't know you were so tied to the Hitman titles. I my God. You know? I mean now sponsored. Really, this is for you. Thank you. Well, I mean, you know, you. we're going back to sponsorships, but <laughs> you know, if if I had a PSVR. Yeah. I could just picture my wife just filming me and laughing her ass off for the things that I would be attempting to do. Like dropping, uh, you know, the little Asian boy from Indiana Jones off a cliff? Well, I mean, he was annoying. He no nuts. He crazy. Da, da, da. <laughs> Tough luck, I want short dollars. And then you can see this, the rave, and uh, you walk into these experiences. You're a hitman, but this kind of level for a video game, VR-wise, I immediately want Assassin's Creed. Kelly, I imagine you would love this with Call of Duty. Yeah. 
You know, being able to peek around corners like they're doing in this trailer. He's picking off people. And it's not like half uh, some of the VR games to where you point where your character is going to go and then you hop over there. This guy is moving around fluidly. He's picking up a knife. He's walking around counters. You know, he's Give me hopping outside the corner. Solid games oh. are slowly becoming the movie. Give me a metal ready Gear player solid. one, which is Twin awesome. Snakes. Oh yeah, yeah. VR remake. <coughs> yeah, metal uh, ready player one that will be coming up in spoiler alert because <laughs> Big Brother and I have finally watched it. What but did? It was really good. Yeah. It was awesome. You were the one that told me I should watch it. I'm pretty sure. And you were right. It was a really great flick. I really loved it. Of course, Steven Spielberg can't go wrong, but I see that yeah, I, in I this, did, in did, this I Hitman watched, 3. I watched yeah. the movie after I watched the book, and in doing it in that order, the book was 10 times better than the movie. Because it always there's is. Only so much that you That's why you read the book, book you? after you watch Whenever the movie. Whenever I watch a book, it just, just sits there. <laughs> you know, man, I have the same problem. Watching books is hard. You could read the paper in Hitman 3 in VR. Unless if you could probably, you probably can't understand Italian. Um, but it's... Why can't you just let me have one? Just one. <laughs> Supported by his handler, Diana Burnwood, Agent 47 joins forces with his long-lost friend, Lucius Gray. The ultimate mission is to eliminate the partners of Providence, but oh, yeah. they are forced to adapt as their hunt intensifies. When the dust settles, 47 in the world uh, he inhabits will never be the same again. Sounds he like pistol- a really good game. As he pistol whips his way through a mansion and oozies everybody in sight. I am really excited about this, and I'm not going to lie. I want a P- PlayStation VR just for this game. I feel like that is worth it enough. Like, to be able to be Agent 47. That was just a classic PlayStation title that really took off, and then you got the movie, which I never watched. A world filled to the brim. And a world full to the brim. The movie wasn't half bad. Was it? it? Wasn't. No, it wouldn't do bad. Okay. It was. It, it would hold your attention. It wasn't like really good, but it would hold your attention. Killing people, stuff, explosions. <laughs> Although, didn't that kind of like uh, spawn off like the transporter with Jason Statham? Because that kind of seemed like along the same veins as like Hitman. Uh, kind of, yeah. And the transporter in like Getaway, that, that game, you know? But I'm impressed. It was a good series, too. It was better than Looper. Looper was one movie, but it was still a good premise. They made him, they made uh, Gordon Levitt look so freaking strange in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we will always yeah. remember him from Inception. And Third awesome Rock from the Sun. In, in Inception. <laughs> awesome. That's one of my favorite movies. I loved him in Third Rock from the Sun because he was the old man and he was the youngest in the crew. Think about it with Inception. That was great. Great I mean, show. Think about Inception. It's lucid dreaming, which is actually a real thing that people can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So, like, imagine the possibilities if you could kind of do something like plant an idea in your own head by being having a lucid dream. The whole, the, whole situ- the whole thing is, like, 
I know it's like, whoa, man. I think like, it would escalate ooh. quickly. If everybody could do it, there would be no fat people because as soon as you start getting overweight, you could just plant that little bug in your head like, work out, fatty, and then you would just fat shame yourself into getting in shape. Where planting bugs in dreams, especially doing it to yourself, you'd have to have a really trusted friend, I think. Like, I don't know. Old man, I love you. Big brother, I love you. I wouldn't trust you to implant anything into my dreams. No. no. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. trust them either. No. That's a whole other level of trust. Like, who would you trust? Kelly, would you like trust your trying. wife to implant, like, Little subliminal things like, honey, we agreed no, that we want you to do this. all get done in the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you trust oh, your significant no. other to implant something into your head to where you both... Remember, you she's both, listening. You both consented <laughs> that this is something that I want to do, but logically, you know yourself, like, I'm never going to get around to this. Like, maybe if I... Like cut some time out here or there. Would you do that? Would yeah, you allow your Google significant other to, to do it? My husband um, to do shit. <laughs> would you allow your wife to incept you? Giggity, full giggity. <laughs> it could be fun. <laughs> Katarina, would you let somebody into your thoughts, into your dreams, like that? There's. I'm thinking really hard right now. There's only one person that I would even consider doing it with. And um, that, 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 it, that's hard because Captain you're America really doesn't count. turning yourself completely, <laughs> completely over to someone else. Look, but I can, I can honestly say that there's one person that I would consider doing it. I don't know if I could actually follow through with it, but I would consider Kat, at least consider. Chris Evans, just one already person. Chris Evans already said no. All right. He, the safe word is yellow. <laughs> Wait, was the it even Chris Evans? No, it wasn't. Who were we talking about? No. Just we were talking about, no. We were talking about Superman, a.k.a. Witcher, who's... Oh, uh, Henry Cavill. Yes, that's... Thank you. That's, that's who we were talking that's, about. That's, I know what I mean. Henry Cavill, yes. Put in your head. What's that? Mine? Uh-huh. If I was going to let somebody put an idea in it, probably... Um, I am a slacker like i put things off and i really wish that a lot of me would be different if i did not have says a person who just like procrastination kind of thing so i would ask (laughs) i work three days straight for me to be like you know to follow through i'd really like like all the goals that i set myself i could actually achieve i'd really like to work for a week straight you know i'd like to be not such a slacker (laughs) not like you know a full solid week straight i don't know what the word is like i I don't have like willpower to stick with something like you want self-improvement goals yeah yeah it would be a self-improvement all right I, can, would I would say that a lot of people would side onto that. But while we're in this uh, thought bubble of nerdyism, I figure we should go over to our end segment, which I think this week we are going to have a lot of fun with, which is nerd casting, but not like you think. What dead actor would you bring back and what role would you play him as? Kelly, you instantly had two classics. Is he still with us? Kelly? Is he frozen? He's um you're muted. Yeah, he's <laughs> muted. Wow, that was that was a great that was that a is great a, suggestion uh, yeah. there, Kelly. Absolutely. He had a lot of insight in there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So your two <laughs> suggestions, buddy. Well, I'll just go last. There we go. 
but what I was saying is, uh, is yeah, like 80, 80% of people are going to say, it. you know, that they're going to say Robin Williams and, and then all the people that are funny would go with Chris Farley. I wouldn't go with either one, but I want to go last. So 80% of people would say Robin Williams. And then I think people so. that are funny would say well, Chris Farley. Robin Williams is funny. Fuck well, George funny. Carlin. Fuck Richard Pryor, Chris no, Farley. If you're yeah, funny, Pryor. there we are. No, I've heard people. I've, I mean, I've had that conversation with people yeah. before. Like, if you could bring back one person, uh, actor, I, you know, that's what I. Yeah, I've had this conversation because when I was a chef, we used to have shifters after work, and we always would go to the bar and talk about this kind of weird shit. Yeah. So it, <laughs> yeah. It's, to calm down. So this you got to have that kind of what if conversation with your buddies sometimes, but so what is your final choice though? Where are you siding? Are you sliding with the Chris Farley? I am. Okay. Now what role would you have him? I jokingly said, Chris, you have Chris Farley and then you have David Spade and then you have Batman and Robin. And then the Batmobile is a van down by the river. <laughs> Well, like I said, it's not Batman and Robin. It's Fat Man and Robin. <laughs> Kevin Smith owns Fat Man. Yeah, Can't he have does. That. Damn. It, it was almost a good movie. Maybe we got to run it by Kevin Smith. Um, as we reanimate Chris Farley's corpse, I think he'd be pretty impressed enough. Like, all right, I'm sold. <laughs> Will you finally come and join our podcast once now that we re-erected? Re- 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 oh my god! And make this movie. Him. Reanimated Chris Farley. This is the only two things we asked. All right, we reanimated Chris Farley just so you do a podcast with us and make our movie. <laughs> I kind of think he would go with us. I'm going with Chris Farley because I loved his. His comedy and, and, and yeah, and Saturday Night Live and and His he was just so yes, and he was so good. Not saying that anyone wasn't. So but, would you want him to pop up in like Saturday Night Live in that role, like, or would you would want like just a continue, completely new no, Chris Farley like movie to do what he was doing because he was such a role and it was just done. Yeah, you know, like he was making movies. He was on on Land Auto Parts. His last movie was not bad, yes, which was... That's what we do, and that's who we care about. His um, last movie wasn't bad, which was almost famous with Matthew Perry from Friends, to where they were like the uh, the rivals of Lewis and Clark, and they were trying to discover the West Coast first. And it was yeah. it came out after he died, and it was so fucking good. I loved that movie. Just saying, like he was, he was on a roll. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to change. I just, want, yeah. I like Chris Farley. Chris Farley was a legend the way he was, and I wouldn't want him to change anything. I would want him to keep doing. I'd like him not to Saturday do the drugs. Saturday Night Live would be like I. Oh, he would immediately went, go back to the drugs and overdose. Again, but for for years it was terrible. How many reanimations are you willing to use on Chris Farley? Because <laughs> I'm imagining there's going to be a lot of drugs involved with your wish. Well, I mean, well, to get any project done, be he learned his lesson, and he's not doing them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That last time killed me. Like, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Old man, what's your choice? What dead person are you bringing back? Uh, David Bowie and the new MCU as Kilgrave. Fuck, that is really good. I can't argue with that one. <laughs> if you're going to replace David Tennant, it better be with David Bowie. I mean, it's not a law, but I think I just made it one. Because he was awesome as Tesla 
in uh, in the prestige. So that in itself like won me for David Bowie. Okay. Outside of all his, his massive role. work that he's done, yeah, yeah his massive no. work in 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 music, but as an actor, he was awesome as Tesla. As an actor, he pops up like a mole. Like, oh shit, that's David Bowie. But Whenever he goes through him. something. But but the but but the the little PS, if if he wasn't able to do Kilgrave, you know, not that I'm fully invested in it, but he would be a good. I think he would be just hearing you two. You're going to reanimate David Bowie and somebody's not going to give him the role as Kilgrave. Like, look, look, David, I really appreciate you reanimated David Bowie, but we actually really love Taryn Edgerton for this role. Like I brought back David fucking Bowie. (laughs) You think he would make a good doctor? Fuck. You had to bring that up. Kat, what do you say? I'm going to side with you. I absolutely think that he would have made a brilliant doctor. Oh my god. But I also think that he would have made an even better master. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. He would have been an amazing master. Oh fuck. I want to see. I mean, that. stick him in yes. anything. He would have been an amazing Jack Harkness too if they decided not to make him, you know, yeah. an American. Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, I I if I were to dreamcast him in Doctor Who, definitely as the master. I, mean, he I would can't also be imagine Sherlock Holmes too. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So Kat, where are you going with this nerd casting? Well, mine is is <laughs> Okay. Alan it's Rickman. Like, I wish I wish I wish Oh, I wish. you sold me at Alan Rickman. Yeah, really. Especially and with all the fucking I'm, shit we've been watching. We've been we watching the Die Hard in, shit. Uh, oh. And there's so many things that I would love to see him in, but just because of what we were talking about today, because it would be hard pressed for me to just pick one role for him. Yeah. But because we we're talking about Thrawn, I would like Hans Gruber <sighs> age Snape or oh Snape, Alan Rickman as Thrawn. I think he would I would be... also like to see Alan Rickman as Snake. Like Solid Snake from yeah. Metal Gear Solid. That, yeah, that, I said Snake, but Snake, yes. <laughs> that, no, that no, no. that really spun that off. That's perfect. The, the Metatron from from Dogma. The Metatron. He was so... Play that character, but as... The fact that know, he went all the way through to where he was a serious actor and they just kept putting him in those roles because that serious actor in the comedic role just... It added a whole new layer of taste to yes, the comedic absolutely. movie. Angels to where you are really... ill-equipped. And then he pulls <laughs> down his pants, and you're like, am I going to see an angel? Di- oh, there's nothing there. It's like a Ken doll. Like, it's, it he was actually fantastic. Says, I'm anatomically correct as a Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fantastic. And I even the Marvin, the paranoid android. I mean, just... yeah. Everything he touched, but I, I think like him at the age that he was when he played Hans Gruber um, mm. in Cast of Thrawn, I'd love to see what he do with that. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Big brother, dope. <laughs> I put some thought into this, and I was gonna go with someone until you said Pryor. I don't know. I don't think I can walk past Pryor. Yeah, you can't go. Richard or, Pryor. It's funny because I was talking about Pryor today. Pryor, you know. Legend. Can you imagine prior today? If he, millions of dollars. But I'd want him to. He has to spend it all in one day. Yeah. Oh, Bruce yeah. Millions. That you was have, great. Uh, hear no evil, see no evil. 
he had all these great movies and he was <laughs> a Even legendary Superman standard. 3. Yes. Yeah, he he made Superman more than 3. Superman. He was like kind of like what <laughs> he, he did. Made that movie have gravity. Yeah. I wish today, like I like I said today, which is funny that you mentioned that. Um, I said to someone today that I wish that I had had his brains, like what he tried to do in Superman three, but just smart enough, smarter than him, that yeah. I would have gotten away with it. <laughs> now, Nobody uh, misses those half pennies. <laughs> I I was gonna go a prior. I think there's only one acceptable use if you're gonna bring bring back Richard Pryor, make him Black Panther. <laughs> a young Richard make Pryor. him a young Richard Pryor as T'Challa. Got to do a movie Black with Panther. him and Eddie Murphy. Oh my God, yes. Chris Rock. Are you making Eddie Murphy Killmonger? I don't care. Just put them on a set together and point a camera at them. That's what you do. Yeah, that's there. I don't care if it ends up being a parody. That is the movie. It's just all those comedians in Marvel. That perfect. Um, so you said you were going to pick. I was, but being that you know, I don't really know actors. I'd have to go with like Lenny Bruce, but like not all drug-addled and obsessed. Not with, with the, the heroin. The one who was like into comedy, not okay. the heroin. Yeah. Take the heroin and the legal, like, put in today. Imagine what he'd have to say. Oh shit! Just for, and then start him on Rogan. Yeah, what move? Sure Rogan has what lots role? Of mushroom. Or you're just putting them through the press grinder. Just, just you're just bringing no, no, them just, back. No, no, to no, just... no, 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 not press grind. Just start him on Rogan. Okay, and then Rogan will take him to a comedy club and okay. put him in his natural environment. So you're rehabilitating because he's Lenny so Bruce. legendary in the comedy. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You just you're just bringing well, back we'll a comedy an an observational comedy. I would be interested to see what like yeah. George Carlin or Lenny yeah. Bruce because they were very much. Political, satirical. Because that's um, interesting. Observationally, to, to, to see what they'd climate? be saying about things. I was thinking film. He's so broke, but so he's, much. Ground. But he's thinking like, no, I'm gonna put him back in a fucking comedy club and yeah, do what he does yeah. best. I don't care about the rest of the stuff, but yeah. I'm gonna put, put him in. It's like if you take an iguana from the natural environment, you put him in a, where they belong in a little yeah. cage. So we're gonna put a comedian where they belong yeah. in a like safe location the where they can't hurt themselves. Yeah. Too much a comedy club. And I'm going to end this off with, I think this is the probably the the thing. It's not the thing we want, but it's the thing we really need. I'm bringing back Heath Ledger to do Joker properly in the future of the DC Extended Universe. If oh, you have a, a good one. If you have a Joker in the DC Extended Universe, that motherfucker is Heath Ledger. And that is my pick. Because I think Jared Leto, I saw... Uh, Suicide Squad, even, you know, when they bring him into the Justice League, he he's just the Joker that really captured me outside of the animated series with Mark Hamill was Heath Ledger because he just brought this gripping realism to this demented person and a bit of the classic Nicholson with you a splash. Know how I got these scars? Exactly, with a splash of that... <laughs> dementedness to where it it felt so comic book and it it just felt so right as a live adaptation of everything so i mean ultimately christopher nolan has a, a big place in a lot of nerds hearts but that is why i think i would bring back you know heath ledger and i'd let him do other projects too but mainly joker that's his main focus <laughs> it's the money maker
But that had Liam. That said, Batman. What Batman Begins had Liam Neeson before he was taken. I'm not acknowledging that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face. <laughs> yes, that was perfect. <laughs> and I'm seeing it in the replay. Thank God for the delay. It's it's twice the joke. Um, but. I think we have a bunch of solid picks here for our end segment. And if you want to let us know what your dead actor pick and role is, hop on over here to pjandwh.com and contact us. We want to end off with the thank yous. We want to thank you, William Unstetter, for commenting and sharing out podcast number 186, Lugnuts Podcast, Rick Flair, Buick Y Job. Woo! Woo! John Watts, William Pace, Frank Percy, and Nyree Zimmer for liking and commenting on the last week's Triforce podcast, No Overclucking Fried Chicken Master Race. And, of course, I'm we... I'm so very proud of that. You should be, because we, of course, are the Triforce podcast. I am Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. In the box, we have Katarina Thermoscara, Wondercat. We have... One Christopher Bristow, the old man. And we also have our Iron Kelly, Kelly Collins into the box. And, of course, going into super crazy outside time is our producer, big brother, Stephen Bucarell, as well as our mascot, the hero of time, Link Diablo. And, uh, well, I I mean, I guess, as always, this is a long, drawn-out goodbye. And uh, I got to tell you... It doesn't matter if Doctor Strange is knocking at your door or Wonder Woman is lassoing you and being a little bit rapey. We'll see you next week. We love you. We miss you. And as always, game on, boys and girls. Bye-bye. And she obviously has an attitude because she has her hands on her hips and she is not taking no shit from any of those, you know, death trooper bots around her. Tricked into taking an illegal drug, first off, I don't believe that. They're the Galactus They're the of nerds. people that you point at and nerds point at and go, <laughs> look at that. But, but it's got to be thick, Spyro. Don't you like big butts? <laughs> and you can't, I can't deny? I cannot deny. I can't. I can't lie. We're doing it live. Play on the tangers. That was a good segue. And oh, now we're going to end it. We're going to end it. We all never get to enjoy our own theme. No, we don't. No, we don't. I am ordering a gaming headset off of Amazon because these things kill my ears. Absolutely. They're not the, ge- they're not the headsets you need. They're the headsets you deserve. I'm looking at a headset that has a built-in microphone. My only thing is I never know what's going to work with the tablet or not. It's a Chromebook. G for some reason, things work wonky on it. The Logitech, the Logitech G Series works actually pretty well with the Chromebook. The what What now? The Logitech, the Logitech G Series. Logitech. Excuse me while I type that in. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Matt, did you say kiss the sky? Penis. So, any headset should work, though. I mean, like, 
Not necessarily. Any, any game? Well, not. I'm just saying you don't need one that's like eighty bucks. Like you can look no, at no. twenty-five, thirty, well, I mean, thirty. I'm going to send you a link for this one there. Yeah. Well, this headset that I, uh, uh, the headset that I normally wore, uh, my Logitech. I it was a great, you know, noise canceling headset. I got it at Walmart for like you know sixty bucks, and I used it for like shit, like five years. You know, and it was a great headset. So. You can find a really great headset that it would, you know, be multi-use. You can have the mic, and you can just have the ears like Kelly just has. Yeah, because right now I'm using this microphone that I plug into the audio jack, and when I do that, then I don't hear anything until I connect the Bluetooth headset. And then it just, this one, I won. Like, I didn't buy these. I, I won these as a raffle prize, and they're Skull Candies. Okay. Yeah, and it's They keep like getting out of sync, so I'm only hearing one ear or the other, or like Ugh. I'm getting like a tinny thing, or they'll just disconnect, and then I have to reconnect them. Not to mention they hurt my ears, and I'm I have them on yeah. the smallest um, cushions. That's like, why I tried I... all the cushions and the smallest ones were the most comfortable, but they still hurt my ears, so I can't I can't do that anymore. That's I why do, like, I went a... to the headset because Probably. when I was using the earphones and wearing the fedora it would it was like killing my ears by the end of the podcast so i ended up just you know just nixing the fedora and using the comfortable earphones the old man bought but those anytime you just shove something in your ears just uncomfortable yeah i just um i was hesitant to get a headset because good ones are expensive for one and two for like vanity reasons i didn't want anything like messing up the hair man Mm-hmm. I hate when stuff messes up. Yeah, so my you hair. don't you don't really need good ones if you're just using it for this. No, like, I'll probably end sound. up using them for work instead of the ear. Because right now, yeah. if I'm listening to music or something, or or in a go-to meeting with work, I put them in. But I don't have yeah. them in all the time. If I had something that was comfortable, I'd probably wear them more. But yeah, I, I just said you... the case it'd be worth getting ones that are like you said, sixty sixty bucks and up. I just sent you two of them. The H800s were the ones I used for work, and they lasted about three years. They're also Bluetooth and wireless. So if they don't connect with the wireless adapter that comes with it, they'll connect via Bluetooth. Okay. But they're $80, um, and they're worth the investment. Yeah. All right. I'm out of here, guys. All right, Kelly. Thank you for coming. We love you. you. With your, your quick change outfit, it was like another guy we had. Two versions. Today. I know this is this might be the first time you guys see me on there without you saw my face when you came back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I need to come back. I was shooketh. You got that like nineties Sean hair from Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me like a, a a hair wave? Listen, um Chris, these are great, but I want some <laughs> cat ears or something. They have them on Amazon, actually. Hi, right, guys. Bye. Bye. If I send you a link, will you look at them for me? Sure. There you go. Thank you. Well, gang, until next week, I think this is a successful podcast. Mm-hmm. I have to tease the dog. Yes. And much you shorter. Wanted, you said you wanted <laughs> cute ones. These are just colorful ones. It's not the what? same. Cute, motherfucker, cute. cute. You don't think they're cute? If it's not cute, don't um, send it to her. Only the best work. for Katarina. He has three Listen, daughters. Listen, I sent you ones. Cute. Use yeah, that as... The only downside is, is that they're wired. So 
if it doesn't connect into that jack and doesn't like project the audio well it has the 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 penis (laughs) i was hoping you would say that yes i was like she's gonna say penis she's gonna say penis yes (laughs) you gotta plug the penis in giggity well, don't they call this the male part and male, the yes. other part the girl part? Male to female. The male to female, yes. That's why I said penis. <laughs> you got to put the penis in the vagina and then it works. Okay. Are you still recording that? Yes, I am. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words from Katarina, which will be in the end credits. Listen. We are. You put whatever you want in whatever you want, as long as everything is of age and consenting. <laughs> we are not. We are not kink shaming here. We were originally talking about computers, but then it went into something. Just, were we though? I don't know anymore. You don't want to be down with the sickness. Come on now. <laughs> That's what you oh, use wow. Oh God, I'm ending um, this. Those will work. My only concern with them is is that you know they've. You know, you have a little bit more versatility if they were wireless, but I mean, they will work. I hear you. I'll see if I can find a wire. Well, why? Um, no, I'm not going to have you do my work for me. I'll look for them for a wireless. Phone. Why not? I have him do my work for me all the time. Yeah. No, I don't want to be that person. I am. It's great. It's so fantastic. It's so he convenient. Is that person every day. He is my DoorDash. <laughs> and I saw some of your weird looking pictures, man. You look like a concave alien, man. Really? Oh wow. A concave alien, not just an alien. Yeah. Take some screenshots. We went a step further. <laughs> take some screenshots and definitely all, all, all it is is like eyes, forehead, and smile and hiding behind a fedora. <laughs> I didn't wear a fedora back then. Fedora's yeah, you had a couple pictures of him. No, it was fedora's new. Fedora is relatively. Was it a Panama hat? No, there are a a couple pictures of me on Instagram with a fedora. I had a white one, and then the before that, which was along the same styles of the one I have now, was Moy's. I'd hang over his house, and then I was like, "Damn, fedora, huh?" Pop it on my head, smoke a cig, took a picture, popped it up on Instagram, and that, yes, it was like all forehead and alien eyes. It took a while for me to grow into my face. And boy, did you ever. (laughs) If you're looking at us through the chat, that right there is the most adorable thing ever. Link never, ever hops up on his lap. That is adorable. Occasionally occasionally now, especially with podcasting, he does. But that is just so adorable because he does that to me all day. Um, when I worked New York Comic Con in 2019, I took um, the was it Metro North or Amt- Metro North train back to um, Bridgeport right, to I'm Connecticut from you know New York, and um, I was exhausted and I had my luggage and so I, I put my luggage on the thing and I sat down and I had my um, hoodie up over my head, and this woman came in. There was a bunch of Comic Con people there. You could tell who was there from. We all had our badges too. This woman came in with her dog and everybody kept on trying to pet this dog. And the dog was just like, 
leave me alone. Where I was just, you know, I had, like I said, I had my hood down. I didn't even have my phone on me. I just was sitting there with my eyes, like, closed because I was just, I was beat. The dog ran away from its owner and jumped on my lap and then refused to leave. I have never had that happen before. Wow, I would have died for that dog. I would still die for that dog. Oh, that is crazy. And the owner was like, can you come back here? And the dog kind of like looked at her and then looked at me. I'm like, you're fine here, buddy. <laughs> like, but the other thing that was cute is when he did it, they were, collectively there was, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the pooch's name. I remember his old boy and he was a good boy, but yeah, that had never, never had a random dog jump Oddly on my enough, lap. And that was his name. It. His name was good boy. You know what? I actually, when I was uh, when I was shacking up, I had a roommate named Bob, and uh, we did a little podcast thing, and we call it the Bob Network. And one thing that we did is that uh, Bob was very into fostering animals with his fiance. We'll call her Barry. Um, he didn't house train them. No, but the the animals, I like especially one. I named her Rose. Which, of course, Katerina, you will love that name because ninth and 10th Doctor's companion's name was Rose. And Rose that's what Tyler. I named it off her. Not a huge fan of Rose, but go on. You didn't and, like Rose? Oh, my God. What? I liked Rose. It was a great storyline. Stop my I story. Loved, Why don't you like Rose? I loved Rose with, with the ninth Doctor. I loved her with Eccleston. I am not a fan of the love affair between companions and doctors. I think we've talked mm. about this before. He's over a thousand years old. She's nineteen. Well, He's never going to meet someone his not, age. They and don't she exist. works at a freaking shop. Well, you're not going to like and? the thirteenth and Yaz becoming scissor sisters then, because that's the way they're going. I mean, I, I won't. I won't. I don't care what their sexual orientation is. You know, well, a time really... lord, especially one that's. Over a millennia year old with someone Why in their twenties or younger, just because they're old, they can't find that, uh, love. That, that, that they live that forever. McConaughey line really, but it's not even honestly. It's not even the age thing so much as the, um, it's that the experience he has traveled all over, time and space for over a thousand years. What mm-hmm. could they possibly bring to the table? All right, well, all right, all he's right. the doctor. <laughs> so, I would love to one see. One vagina, I don't know. That's the thing. He's though. the doctor. I want to see. I want to see other time lords in the TARDIS. You know, I want a series like that where it's like you could have Matthew McConaughey, Al Pacino. You could have all that these would be actors very, that you very want. expensive. That's almost. I really like. I really like really the doctor, the tenth doctor, and Donna. I love their relationship. That was, that was really good. It was good, but how much would you love to I see the a, ninth I doctor and Donna? Me that we deep fake those, you know, Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino. Would you say that? Other, other people. How much? How much would, would I've liked what? The ninth doctor and Donna. How much sass would that be? That's a much. Oh my is, god, that would have been beautiful. That's yeah. about as, that, that would have been beautiful. That's but when they have that as, kind of relationship, yeah. I think the stories are better because they're relying too much on this flirtation, on this like love. And then don't forget that whole Martha and the doctor thing where she was just pining him. You're an effing doctor. Yeah. But here's the thing (laughs) about Donna. But the whole time you're like, from the the jump with Donna, she was very aggressive. She was, (laughs) look, who are you? 
Who are you, spaceman? So you're recording and this, you're ruining my wet. <laughs> you're ruining my wedding. And yeah, then she well. says, uh, and then he was like, "Look, after an episode taking her to Pompeii and everything, he's like, look, 'Look, I'm just looking for a mate.'" And he's, she's like, "Oi, spaceman! I'm not man. gonna be your mate. I'm not gonna be your mate. Like, no, 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 <laughs> friend, friend, friend. I'm looking for a friend." And that kind of that that was beautiful with their relationship mm-hmm. from the jump, and that mm-hmm. established everything because. It was that simple, lost in translation, even in their own TARDIS translated language. It was was more than that. When they got back together with the Mariposa. Yes. And and they're, like, talking to each other through the glass. Like, that was... That was all improv, too. It was, and it was beautiful. And and then when they both looked over and saw that they could hear them and see them the entire time, like... Yeah. You don't get that when you're building the entire story around sexual tension. The old man doesn't get that yet because he's waiting to watch this with his children. And he's waiting apparently until they are 75. (laughs) Well, the early. Yes. No, there's nothing wrong with. I have seen Doctor Who on the Disney Channel. That's true. It did. Well, I don't think there's really anything inappropriate. For kids, not that not that what comes to that my mind. There are some that might be a little a scary, like here. the um the lost child or the abandoned child. I forgot what it's the lost child. Um, and um, first off, it's what, a little scary, but I'm not going to do this. And this is perfect for end credit scenes. Start Matt. Start editing now. Katarina, what did you think of the New Year's Eve special with Captain Jack Harness? Bye. <laughs>